up close, called to nurture. Father Jojo Watekerel, MCBS, answers questions put forward by Noel Benno on his vocation, priesthood, doctoral research studies about the movement and his life in Rome. Noel Benno speaks to Father Jojo Watekerel, MCBS, a research scholar and gold medalist at the Salesian Pontifical University, Rome, who was recently awarded a doctorate in pastoral theology. Congratulations on your doctorate and the gold medal as well. It is in fact a moment of great pride for all of us. Do you mind telling us a bit about yourself, your roots and your journey so far? I was born in Manar, a small village in Kottayam, the second child of my parents, we see George and Kunyama George. After completing my schooling till the 10th standard, in June 1993, I joined the MCPS, that's the Missionary Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, and on the 27th December 2004, was ordained a priest along with five of my companions. In 2015, I came to Rome to pursue higher studies. How did you discover your vocation? What are the things that have been enriching it? Everyone has a story to tell about his or her vocation. Born and brought up in a devout Catholic family, the desire to be a priest developed from childhood. The Directory for Catechesis states that the family is a proclamation of faith, in that it is a natural place in which faith can be lived in a simple and spontaneous manner. Our home, apart from my parents, brother and sister, included my grandmother, who passed away during my first year of minor seminary, and my uncle, that's my father's eldest brother, who was unmarried. My uncle sponsored my education and looked after all my later needs. The attitude to depend on God for everything was learned from my father. My grandmother used to tell us stories of saints and she inspired me to read more about them. But it was my mother who inspired me to the life of priesthood. Once when I was a teenager, my mother said, I pray to God only for one thing, that one of my children chooses religious vocation. She always supported me and I have always experienced God's intervention through her. After my class 10 exams, when I shared my desire to become a priest, my father and uncle were against it. But my mother was always there to encourage me. When the time came to meet the vocation promoter, my mother took me to the seminary in the absence of my father and uncle. On reaching there, however, we found that the vocation promoter had left for three days of vocation promotion. We were in a dilemma. If we returned home, my father and uncle would not permit us to come back again. As we had reached the seminary, just when the seminarians were about to go for prayer, my mother suggested that we stay for it. I saw my mom praying earnestly. Just as we came out, after prayer, we ran into the vocation promoter. He had not been able to proceed with his journey due to heavy rains. I met him and he selected me and told me to join after 10 days. This is where I strongly felt the confirmation of my call to priesthood. I always remember my mother's letters telling me, Dear Jojo, you have to become a holy priest. For that, pray to God. Do small sacrifices. Hold on to Mother Mary. My prayers are always with you. My introvert character made seminary life a struggle. 
adjusting to community life was another difficulty. It reached the point where I went to see my novice master about leaving the seminary. He told me, God has given you the gift of openness and spiritual direction. So go ahead in God's call and He will strengthen you to overcome your limitations and reach your goal of priesthood. He guided me constantly to pray, to do meditations, to sit before the Lord, to love priesthood. I experienced God's grace which helped me to be open and confident to mingle with others. The most difficult part of being in the community changed into love for community life. Today I prefer community life over any other and I enjoy it with my brother priests. This is how I have experienced God's guidance and grace in my life in answering God's call. I learned that Missionary Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, MCBS, has its roots in Kottayam, India. Please tell us a bit more about your congregation and what excites you the most about it. I belong to the Missionary Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament, MCBS. In 1933, the jubilee year of the 1900th anniversary of redemption, on Sunday, May 7th, the feast of St. Joseph's patronage, Father Matthew Alagalam and Father Joseph Paredam outlined a new way of religious life in the church. The MCBS congregation was born. They entrusted its members with a religious life marked by love and single-minded devotion or bhakti to the Eucharistic Lord and missionary vitality. Our charism is to live and proclaim the Eucharistic mystery we celebrate, to gather the children of God around the altar, to praise God in the midst of His church, to take part in the sacrifice and to eat the Lord's Supper, and to uphold the real presence of the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. I love my congregation and thank God always for leading me here. Being an MCBS priest, I believe that God has infused in me a love for the Eucharist. I always enjoy two things, sitting before the Holy Sacrament and celebrating Holy Mass. At the beginning of my priesthood, when I underwent health issues, these two helped me overcome those struggles and to see life positively. I found God's presence in every event and experience of my priestly life. From the second year of priesthood onwards, one of my favorite prayers is the Magnificat, the Canticle of Mary. When I recall the last 16 years of priestly life, I can proudly say, God has done great things for me. Luke chapter 1 verse 49 How did you develop a love for the youth ministry? Young people are one of the significant voices within the church. Their future in some ways depends on how the church evolves in their time and how well they take up the task of living the gospel. The church must become the traveling companion of its young people, as in the footsteps of Jesus who walked with the disciples to Emmaus. During my theological studies of formation, God allowed me to work with young people in different parishes and the congregation also gave me the opportunity to conduct youth retreats, youth programs, youth pilgrimages, etc. When I was appointed assistant parish priest in the Diocese of Changnashiri, the parish priest gave me free reign to animate the young people by conducting various activities. Later, 
placed in various communities of our congregation, God gave me the opportunity to develop my special call of working with youth. I remember my life in Sannidhana Ashram, Malayatur, where I deepened my love for the Eucharist and discovered the need to minister to young people. Once few young people asked me to accompany them for their night vigil at Malayatur Mala. Initially, we were only a few, but later it became a big group. There I witnessed the passion youth have to follow and witness Christ. Moreover, I could see the urgent need for the pastoral care young people await from us priests. Seeing my involvement with the youth ministry, the congregation sent me for youth ministry studies to the Salation College, Bangalore. After its completion, I was appointed spiritual director of Jivalaya Major Seminary, Bangalore. It was a great experience to work with young religious and to teach them about the youth ministry. With the help of seminarians, we arranged many youth programs in the campus for the laity and the religious. Gradually, God was deepening my call to accompany young people. When I completed my term in the seminary, I was sent for further studies on youth ministry to Rome. I believe it is during the novitiate period that you got introduced to the Jesus Youth Movement. How do you recall that period? Recalling my association with Jesus Youth Movement, I see God's guidance through the person of my novice master. It is God who sends someone to guide us when we really trust Him. My novice master made me realize my capability to work with the youth. When I was in Bangalore for my postgraduate studies in youth ministry, he encouraged and helped me to be a part of the movement and invited me to celebrate holy masses and animate programs for GY groups. During my time at Jivalaya Seminary, the Karnataka JY Nurses Ministry invited me to be their animator, giving me the chance to be more involved with the movement. I participated in various gatherings of the JY Nurses Ministry across cities in Karnataka, prayed with them, celebrated masses, guided adorations and got involved in discussions with them. I could see their passion and vibrancy to live the Christian identity and share the gospel. I began to love the moment more. Also, I could encounter the challenges they faced in the context of migration and the necessity of pastoral care. My licentiate on the theme Youth Formation of Jesus Youth and being an animator in the movement for three years provided me with explicit insight into the reality of and the movement's influence among migrant Christian youth. Carrying the experiences of my life with JY movement, I moved to Rome for my further studies. I decided to study more about the movement and decided to help the migrant youth. My first-hand experience convinced me of the importance of nurturing discipleship among youth, which is vital to attain fullness of their Christian life in the family, in the church, and in the society. The current phenomenon of migration and displacement affects the lives of millions of youth throughout the world, including the youth of Kerala living abroad. The research demonstrates how important it is to nurture discipleship among Christian youth and analyzes the involvement of Jesus Youth in nurturing discipleship among Christian youth in migration. You have been in Rome for a couple of years now. How has the experience been? Every experience enhances the life of a person. 
my stay in Rome has been a blessing. Various experiences have deepened my priesthood. In the year of mercy, there was a day of confession for the youth at the Vatican. Many priests made themselves available for the sacrament of reconciliation. Most inspiring was to see Pope Francis himself sitting in the confessional for these young souls. Being a shepherd of the church, he witnessed his love and care for his sheep. I was touched by those moments and how he esteemed the youth with his availability, listened to them in confession and identified himself with the master. This made me deepen the value of my priesthood. Pope Francis' presence in that confessional touched many young people who were drawn to the sacrament and experienced healing and forgiveness. It inspired me to be more available in confessionals, to listen to young people and bring them healing. I had many chances to attend and co-celebrate Holy Mass with Pope Francis. It was one of my greatest desires to meet Pope Francis personally and God arranged it for me. In April 2018, I had the joy of co-celebrating a private Mass with the Pope in the Chapel of Santa Marta. After Mass, I was able to speak to him, introduce myself and my studies on youth ministry. He blessed me and said, It is in need of the Church. Let your studies and ministry enkindle many youth. Similarly, there are many blessings that I have received during my stay in Rome. God has been gracious to take care of all my needs, sending many generous souls my way. I cherish these blissful years of experience in Rome. Additionally, my association with JY continued by connecting with JY friends. I could participate in the Rex Band when they performed in Rome. There I met Manoj Sunny and the friendship gradually developed. He supported me a lot in my studies by sharing available resources on the moment as well as his experiences which enriched my research. Through him, I contacted all the national coordinators to collect data for the survey on discipleship and youth ministry. All of them encouraged me and helped collect responses from the youth. The research inspired me to commit and contribute more to Jesus' youth. What are some of those eye-opening findings in your research journey and how can we act upon these? The purpose of the research Nurturing Discipleship in Youth Ministry, an empirical theological research on Christian discipleship among the migrants of Jesus' youth movement, was to evaluate the effectiveness of the movement's youth ministry in nurturing Christian discipleship among Christian youth. Using an empirical that is based on observation or experience, theological method, the theory of Christian discipleship in the context of Catholic youth ministry and the JY movement has been discussed and empirically verified among JY migrants. While reviewing the thesis literature, the nature of the Jesus Youth movement as interlinked to the goal of the Catholic youth ministry is revealed. If young people are not empowered to be full, active, conscious participants within the life of the church, then youth ministry within the church will have failed in nurturing their baptismal calling of discipleship. The call to be a disciple is to adhere to, to walk behind, to stay close to, to follow Jesus and share in his mission. The theoretical part of the research sets the stage for the empirical part. The study brings to light the Jesus Youth Movement is significantly effective in nurturing Christian discipleship 
among young people. Furthermore, based on the findings and discussions on the current study, Jesus Youth has to address some urgent priorities. I share here mainly three findings of the study. First, Jesus Youth Movement constantly creates missionary disciples among young people. Pope Francis writes, Each Christian in every community must discern the path that the Lord points out. But all of us are asked to obey His call to go forth from our own comfort zone to reach all the peripheries in need of the light of the gospel. The current study brought to light that the movement takes its challenge as its own mission and cultivates missionary discipleship among young people and sends them to different countries carrying the mission of the church to make disciples, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, as per Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20. By fostering missionary discipleship among Jesus youth migrants, the movement remains a missionary force of the church. Second, the movement provides young people a sustainable environment for experiencing discipleship to intensify their Christian faith and experience in Christ. The community has an important role in the accompaniment of young people. It should feel collectively responsible for accepting, motivating, encouraging and challenging them. The study manifests that the JY community is a sustainable, suitable setting for young people to grow as disciples and it has to take into account the specific role of other interlinked and interdependent milieu of youth ministry, parish community, Catholic schools and youth associations. Thirdly, Jesus Youth introduces an effective discipleship model through its youth ministry. American Catholic theologian Arthur Cannells has defined youth ministry models from a broad-based theological and Catholic perspective. The research explores four of his models, such as the biblical hermeneutic model, the servant leadership model, the Christian discipleship model, and the liberation model that can be applied to Catholic youth ministry. The study brought to light that all four models were closely connected to the youth ministry of Jesus' youth. Furthermore, the youth ministry model of discipleship derived from the movement moves young people to experience a deep and rich theological and spiritual life. Based off your experience interacting with young adults from across the globe, what would be your message for them? My favorite saint is Francis of Assisi. I read a lot about him, reflect on him, speak about him and have even got the opportunity to attend a week-long retreat in Assisi with brother priests of my congregation. The most attractive thing in his life is that he lived in this world for a small period of time but lived life in its fullest form and identified with the Master. So my message to young people everywhere is, it's not the span of our life that matters. What matters is we live it in fullness for God and for others.